0: Hey hey hey, it is Sunday morning, eight forty-five in Phoenix. And um, it is March. What is today? It looks like it's March third. What do we got for weather right now? It is fifty-nine and sunny in Phoenix. Fifty-nine. It's going to go up to seventy-four. So we got fifteen more degrees. Of warmth, and it looks like blazing sun, blazing sun. That's what we know Phoenix to be. So welcome to the Arizona Schnoodle, buddy. Walks. I gotta put the leash on Bud. Hey, we're at the gate, and I gotta put Bud's harness on. Yeah, we take such good care of this guy. He's such a lucky dog. And uh, unlike some animal lovers, right? Some people really love their animals, but you know what? They they don't really talk to their animals, maybe, <laughs> or maybe they do. So that that was a a thought that came up in the last 24 hours. But yeah, we're out on the street. This is a live. <laughs> Is it a live podcast? Well, it is a live podcast. It's live to me. And I'm looking out into the valley of a blue sky, a few white clouds around, but blue sky, mountains in the distance, pretty clear out there, pretty clear. Looking out over the Indian Reservation and uh, walking Bud, on a Sunday morning. And the title of today's podcast, which you would have known because you probably clicked on it, it's going to be la jacon, la jacon. And you're probably wondering, what is la jacon? And I'm about, I will tell you, it may take 30 minutes to find out the answer. But I will tell you that you already know the answer already. But I'm going to prank you. I'm going to prank you with la jacon. So you, already, you should already know that it's a French word, a French concept. And why do I bring it up, right? So we had a sales conference um, at our company. We bring people in from all over the company. And some are Europeans. We have some Euro- European business development um, people. And we're not salesmen. Okay, I was reminded that we're actually not salesmen. So people that don't know us, sometimes we, we just say, yeah, we're in sales. We're in sales. Hey, you, what are you? Yeah, we're in sales. But actually, we don't sell cars. We don't have a product. We don't We don't wait for customers to come in, in the funnel. We... Uh, we look and see who we want to put in the funnel we we uh, pursue people and say who do you who do we want to put in our funnel does this person do we want this company in our funnel i don't know so we have marketing marketing's interesting too and i i'm uh i'm starting to enjoy marketing myself too i think it's an interesting concept and and uh many people in business will say hey everybody in this company everybody all the employees are in sales right we're all in sales man sounds good right you know it may influence us it's a common phrase hey everybody we're all in sales in this company <laughs> but what you may find out is i am a stickler on words right So I'm, I'm listening. I listen to people, and I listen, and I hear words, and I think about them. And uh, so, what I do is, I've kind of changed that a bit now. I think, I think everybody in the company is in marketing. Yeah, it's a little different. There's a, there's a nuance. People, I, it's taken me years to figure this out. The nuance between. Marketing and sales and some of you guys probably figured out, you already know. But it's good to be reminded that we don't not everyone does. I I'm still exploring it. So what I so when I say everyone's in marketing, that's because companies and organizations develop a brand. You know, who who what is this brand? What is this? Who are we? So I learned this week that my company's interesting. We're actually a portfolio company, they call it. So we don't have a specific product that we sell. We, we have capability. And I didn't know that. I mean, sometimes you get in, in life, I'm in this company because I, I needed a job. <laughs> and, and that's probably 95% of us. Maybe, maybe it's 100% of us. Why do we work? Because we need a job, man. I need a job. And someday I'd like to, like, not need a job. You know, that, that's that's the ultimate. And uh, I met some great people in this company, this portfolio company. So let's what does that mean, portfolio company? Well, we don't have a product. We have capability. We can make stuff. We're a maker company. We make things. Okay? So... We're pretty big, actually, in a way. But um, it's fascinating that I can work, and I think it's probably typical for all of us. Though. You get in, you get into a company, you get attracted to the name, you know, like, oh, I work for BMW. Whoa, what a brand! BMW's got a brand. Mercedes, wow, a brand. I work for Amazon. Amazon, wow, a brand. I work for SpaceX. Ah, is SpaceX not cool? They just launched the. Some capsule or something this week. So, yeah, the the companies have brands. So if you work at SpaceX, you kind of, you get to wear that brand, whatever it is. And someone might be cynical, which, gee, are you listening to this podcast? Have you figured out that I'm cynical? So So you got the leader. Brand starts from the top down. So who's the top of SpaceX? It's Elon Musk. Elon, so no judgment. he's a smart dude. The dude is like really smart. But he also smokes weed, right? We saw. So, so he's on YouTube smoking weed. So if you work at SpaceX, do you, you take your cue from your CEO, your leader, Elon, and go, "Hey, I just saw my leader smoking weed on YouTube, man? Maybe I should smoke some weed, you know?" So that's the brand. It's the the weed smoking company, and uh, is that cynical? Probably. Is it true? Yeah. Is that that's a fact? So, uh, why do I say this stuff? I'm walking my dog in the sunshine in Arizona. It's 59 degrees. I told you that already. It's beautiful out here. I can feel the warmth coming from the sun, and and it's good. It's all good. So. I do these podcasts for myself, of course, because I process. This helps me process. I just finished journaling in my laptop. And journaling has become really important to me because, dang it, I have a crazy amount of thoughts in my head. And the only way I can relate to it is I think I have a super high clock speed. So those of you who are into computers, there's a clock speed thing, like so many hertz and it's like how many calculations can you do per second and they keep making computers faster and faster and more capable so I, I think I just have a high clock speed they call it you know I, I can churn ideas like no tomorrow and some people call it like brainstorming so like my number one strength is brainstorming and it's kind of a pain in the ass to, be, <laughs> to other people if you if you don't relate to brainstorming I'm like your worst enemy probably because I can listen to you I can get your idea you may want to get me to do something I drive my wife crazy right cuz she she'll want me to do something and uh, yesterday for the first time ever Saturday morning I know she wants me to do stuff and she she will have a list in her head of stuff to do and she'll be like in her her method process is just hey man it's saturday morning i don't want you sitting around on your laptop journaling because that what does she see me do every day i get up in the morning have a cup of coffee I, I gotta fit i have to it's like i'm addicted to journaling right now i have to get in my journaling my writing my thinking whatever i got so many dang ideas And uh, so yesterday, for the first time ever, I kind of adapted a little bit. So I said, hey, honey, you know, I know you want me to do stuff, right? And my normal reaction to these kind of communications are like, "Uh, don't manipulate me, man. (laughs) I hate being manipulated. It's like my holy discontent manipulation. So I said to my wife I said come here. Come here. Tell me let's talk about this for a minute cuz she's I know she has it in her head. She's got a list of things in her head. The classic thing they call it, they call it the honey-do list, right? Like oh yeah, honey-do list. Oh yeah, honey do this, honey do that. So people laugh about it, joke about it. I don't like I again, I'm just a freaking outlier. So if someone starts talking about, oh, yeah, my wife's got a big honey to do this. Oh, yeah, how funny. I'm like, it's not funny, man. I mean, <laughs> and so, so I had my wife tell me. I said, okay, tell me everything you want to be done, okay? So normally what would happen is I'm like, okay, what's the first thing to be done? And then I launch into it, and then I go, okay, what's next? I did that. What's next? And then I'd be like, okay, what's the third thing, right? And so this time I said, give me the whole thing. Give me the overview. Give me all the things you want to do. And It turns out like a list of three or four things. And the specific things don't really matter, but here's what I did, see? So now I know um, there's three or four things. Morning. And uh, then I can kind of get them all done in a fashion that makes sense. And one of the things had to do with trimming bushes, which really needs her input. She needs to tell me how she um, wants the bushes trimmed. You know, do they, you know how, how short, you know, how, what, what's in her mind, right? So it's one thing to say, hey, can you go trim the bushes? Well, what does that mean, right? And I guess I've learned over the years that I can either not cut enough or cut too much, right? So now I know that's one of the four things that has to be done. So I'm like, okay. So I tell her, I said, well, out of those four things, I need your input on how, to, uh, how you want those bushes trimmed. And uh, she's like, okay, good. So now she knows I'm not gonna start trimming the bushes until she tells me how she wants them done. But I got three other things to do. So the worst thing from her point of view is if I lay around on the couch and waiting, so I can't use it as an excuse not to do anything, right? So now I know there's four things to do. So I better get busy, just, she just wants <laughs> Because she sees me, I like sit around or something or sit in my laptop and journal and do stuff. And I need to do that for sure. But okay, it's Saturday morning. I need to go do some stuff. So this, and, and to you, those of you listening, I hope you're cracking up and laughing, because you probably understand this already, but I need to process it. I need to talk it out. But, and maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you'll learn about how to work with other people, because I am a freaking brainstormer. But I also like to problem solve, too. So there's a pretty, it's an okay combination, I think. I love to problem solve. So that's why, if my, my wife says, you want, oh, you want the bushes trimmed? Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Cut them. Oh, wait, too much? Oh, I can't change that now. So um, anyway, so we're all learning here. So now I got four things to do. And I can create, get them all done. And I'm not, I can kind of do my juggling thing, right? So like tax number one, I might get 50% of it done and hit a point where I really can't finish it anymore so i jump over to task number two and get that going and then i can do a little bit of task number four you know and get that started so now i got like three things started in the backyard and what that does for me is it keeps me busy so instead of you know let's say i can do a little bit of each task and jump from one to the other it's probably like cooking food like if someone has to make a dinner And you got all these different things that had to be cooked different ways and take a little bit different time, and da 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 da. And magically, the dinner shows up with all being done at about the same time. Howdy. (coughs) Hey, buddy. I got to get your poop. (coughs) Oh, bud. Just hang in there, bud. We got to get your poop. There's another dog walking. Hey, bud. So some good poops here by the bud. And I guess this podcast is kind of like, maybe it's a little bit like making a dinner too. You kind of get it started. I got a general idea. Morning. And it is La Jacon, remember? Remember I got you started on La Jacon. But we went on a diversion to yard work on Saturday morning. <laughs> so so how is La Jacon related to the yard work? I don't know. We'll I'll tie it in later. Or as one guy says, we'll land the plane. It's not time to land the plane yet. we we'll, we're we're just we're on our journey and we'll land the plane in a little bit. And uh, so anyway so the what happened was we had like a two hour time limit before we had to go do something else. And we had four tasks and now I know all four tasks and so I can work them in. I got two hours I was even able to take a little break here and there and pause. Cause I know these are the four things that she wants done and I can work them out within a two hour span and get it done. So that's cool. So if I get all four done in two hours, that's good. I like the freedom of doing them in the order I want. Not just do one, two, three, get one done to completion to go to two, to get to completion to go to three, to get to completion to go to four. No, I I mixed them in. What made sense? I'm out there in the backyard. Do a little of this, do a little of that. The ultimate is to get all four done. And the logical brain part, or whatever they call it, uh says to do them sequentially and all this kind of jazz but that that's not me i i do better give me four tasks i'll work them in get them done two hours okay let's get it done and maybe i need to apply that broader too in my work right so we got a long sales cycle man long sales cycle. <laughs> it's a long sales cycle so are we business development or sales again so we use words loosely you know and in, and it's it's communication um, does that it doesn't to me if someone says well it's a mixed message to me um well we're not sales people we're business development people oh oh and by the way it's a long sales cycle so like my brain listens to that and I see the Disconnect there. There's a disconnect. So it, it's maybe, it's more like, it's not really the sales cycle that's long. It's the business development cycle that's long. So I can be a ma- major pain in the ass with language. Part of it probably comes because I try to learn French. I try to learn German. And I, I've had interesting experiences with that. And that I figured out after like eight years that if you really want to speak one of these foreign languages, you can't translate the words back. You can't. If you hear someone speaking French, and you know a little French, you kind of have to just get into it, you know? Or as one guy says, you don't have to get it perfect. You just have to get it going. Something like that. Something like that, loosely. That's not my thing. That comes from somebody else. And that's a beautiful thing, all right? I'm getting used to acknowledging other people's ideas, take the goodness from it, and apply it to my life. I don't have to be like the other people. I don't have to become like the other person. But is there something good about what that person does that I can utilize and make myself better? How can I make myself better? I have to get it going i'm never gonna get it perfect hey steve hey steve morning the dogs are barking steve's got cool dogs (laughs) i hope he's okay (laughs) like i like steve and his dogs and his family they're pretty cool anyways they're not perfect but they definitely got it going so what else what else so where was i so this week the sales conference, and I'm a extrovert, maybe super extrovert. I, it's a weird thing because I talk and talk. And I can talk. That's why I'm doing the pod, the podcast. So thanks to the person that said, "Hey, try this out." I don't. I hope she likes these things. They they help me just get my thoughts out there, and maybe somebody listening can put it all together. <laughs> Like, what is this? I'm walking the dog. I, I, it's sarcastic. It's, it's cynical because it's a podcast, right? And I, like, I don't do any prep. The only prep I did is La Jacon. La Jacon. And we're going to land the plane. We'll land it later. And uh, I'm kind of relating to this guy who probably does podcasts a little bit like this. But he does prep a little bit more than me. I'm learning from him. It's prep, but it doesn't come across as prep. It comes across as very, very what? What is it? It's uh, conversational, and people probably listen because it's fascinating to listen to him have a conversation and uh, take you on a journey, take you on a trip. So we're on the La Jacon trip. And if I'm bugging the crap out of you, you can probably Google it and get the answer, but I don't recommend that. Do not Google La Jacon. Do not try to figure it out. Because the fun comes at the end. The fun comes when we land the plane. Okay, so I get over, I got overly stimulated basically. I, I'm, I know I'm a mood, I have a mood swing, right? We all have mood swings, okay? So it's just some people have bigger amplitudes of swing, <laughs> mood swings. And I, I, try to, I can try to fight it. I can try to, like, dude, you have way too many mood swings. Knock it off. But it's me. I can't change myself, right? So as long as people love me, and I can be less obnoxious. And oh, by the way, this, all these podcasts, in a, in a way are incredibly obnoxious right i mean if if you can't like enter into my psyche or whatever i'm just a person i'm one of seven billion people on this planet and i'm i'm peculiar but so are you you're you know and the the goal isn't that we all become like one another like oh i like that guy oh look that guy is amazing i want to be like him no you just be yourself maximize who you are be Be the person, and I I have the the concept of the outlier. People are outliers with outlier gifts. Whoever's listening, you're not like me. I don't want you to be like me. Uh, As John Ortberg says, be the the best version of yourself. Be the best you. So, little guy, imagine a five foot two, I think, five foot two guy from San Francisco area. Silicon Valley startup world. Um, cool, cool, cool stuff in Silicon Valley. This little five foot two Chinese guy, he, he's getting awards. He's been getting awards from the company for quote unquote sales. Right. Business development because he's awesome at it. Right. And my younger self would be like, oh, shit, I can't be like that guy. He's looking. He's awesome. I, he's just I can't be like him. And the, the point is not that we're like him but what are the things that he does that i might be able to apply to my work because he remember we're a portfolio company so he he's working with a different industry than i am different companies different company cultures and in business development it's it's important that the people we're talking to have a, are pretty convinced that we understand their business. Because in, in a weird way, it's not about us, right? It's about them. How can we better serve them? Again, copied from somebody I've listened to. Not an original thought. <laughs> better serve our customers. So people speak wisdom quite often, and some communicate wisdom, and it goes out into the the air. Words are spoken, wisdom is spoken, and uh, just like that one, it's isn't it great concept to think about how we can better serve our customers, and uh, so. That's what I learned from the five foot two. I, by the way, I'm six foot five, so if I took that Chinese guy, and I, I've come to enjoy him, I, and I don't spend much time with him, and he, he's he's famous for whiteboarding, like he he just, and I think I can relate to that. I, I can relate to that because you get thoughts and ideas, and you have got to get them out on paper. I mean, in some respects, my journaling is, is nothing more than a different whiteboard. I'm just smacking words out. On paper and trying to bring it all together so he that's what he does with his business he's great and it just connection and what it what I learned from it what can I take away the guy is personable he's um, listens to people he's got a compassion he's got humility and in in this setting that we 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 reviewed what he's been doing the last year and this quote-unquote success and we can't copy the guy. That's not the point to copy him. I said, well, what, what can I learn from him, and bring and and he he says it. And these little words, he says, look, I I want he wants us to be successful too. Network, learn from him. He's he's freely giving out what's works for him. And let's take what's working for him and bring it to our. Our portfolios, so to speak. So, anyways, I got stimulated. I, I just, I just, uh, in the evening, it's social time, I just like meeting these people. I've met, um, I don't know, maybe 12 people this week. I just like meeting them. I probably, you know, mine just, I, it's who I am. And I, I maybe I'm getting comfortable because, like, maybe it, Maybe I get some vibe sometime. like people push me. I don't know if they push me away, but they're kind of like, dude, you are in my face. And you're, as the guy from Denmark said, you are the master of the so I question, right, master of the questions. Because I ask them about stuff. And I'm curious. I'm just curious about stuff. So I got to... Brainstorm, a brainstorm, problem solve. So that's my sweet spot, my biggest strengths, apparently. So I need to be in a group. We all need to be in a support group that acknowledges others' strengths, which may not be our own. They may be our weaknesses. But we shouldn't try to, I, that's the thing. I it's, like it's the relationships and community. My weaknesses I don't need to improve on. I need to maximize my strengths. And um, and it's it's complicated. So the French guy, we'll get into the French now. We'll come back to La Jacon. So I like, you know, I got a little business deal going with the French guy and he's, He's dealing with a French company, and these are global companies, and so they have cultures around the world, whether it's France, California, Singapore, and they they have a big, you know, task to bring these cultures together. So it's kind of a, we kind of stumbled into a nice thing here where I'm the American guy and I can talk to the people in California, and the French guy can talk to the people in France, and... We we don't need to try to change anybody. We don't need to, like, make the Americans more French or the French more Americans. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the Singapore guy, we don't know what he's up to. So the decision making, right? Who makes the decision on whether they go with us or not? So I like the French guy. He, and uh, mostly just because I, I don't know, I like to try to work the language and things. So somehow the topic of La Jacon came up. He has his smartphone and starts talking about La Jacon. I really don't know the why we started talking about La Jacon, but I pick up on it right away. I look at it, I look at his smartphone, and I go, "Oh, that's La Jacon." That's La Jacon. Everybody knows La Jacon. And the listener, you know La Jacon too. You just don't know that it's called La Jacon. <laughs> so if you if you haven't gotten an idea yet, I beat things to death obnoxiously. I will dig deep on things. So the we talk, and I'm six foot five, so I'm kind of a pain in the ass, because people people talking to me have to kind of look up, and I, I, don't, and I didn't, you know. There's nothing that I did that uh, that uh, made me. Um, Six foot, uh, I'm going to do something weird here. guy guys got a newspaper or paper? I'm going to take the bag because my dog just pooped and I ran out of bags. So if I get busted on this, I'll say, okay, I could take your bag or I could leave dog poop in your yard. So probably prefer that I take a bag. So where is that poop, bud? Where would you poop it? Where was that, bud? Oh, here it is. Okay. Let's get that picked up. La Jacon. La Jacon. So, uh, French guy, La Le Jacon. Let's have some fun with this. Because so, I know everybody, you, the listener, you know La Jacon. So let's have some fun. So we, the French guy and I start conspiring with each other and say, okay. Who do you think here will recognize La Jacon? And I'm thinking, well, maybe the German guy. It's a definitely a French thing, but it's a global thing too. So the French guy ought to know La Jacon. So we ask him, do you know La Jacon? La Jacon gives a funny look. No, I don't know La Jacon. So we we tell him the answer, and he's like, "Oh, okay, okay, I get it." So then we go to the Denmark guy. Hey, Denmark, do you know La Jacon? La Jacon, La Jacon. I don't know. So uh, we we uh, go to the Netherlands guy. Nobody's knowing La Jacon. Nobody gets La Jacon. So uh, the French guy. He knows that our CEO who's retiring, he's done an interesting thing the last couple years. He brought together a team of people that he probably met over 40 years and he brought them together to do something special. And that's what's happening right now. We're doing something special, but he kind of, I can see it and it makes sense. He says like, you know, if he was five years younger, he'd stick around. But he's been doing this thing for 40 years so he has to let it go but he has a great heart and i you know he's he's not perfect either but um i I didn't i don't really know him that well but the french guy knows him and the french guy knows that this ceo spent five seven years in paris so my french friend he says ah uh the ceo he Mm -hmm is the only one here that knows La Jacon. Because he speaks a little French. He lived in Paris. And La Jacon is in Paris right now. So La Jacon is hanging on the wall. Here's your first clue. La Jacon is hanging on the wall in the Louvre. And people from all over the world, they come to see la jacon <laughs> now if you didn't cheat and you didn't go to google and look up la jagon la jagon and i my pronunciation pretty close but it's not probably perfect but if you say anything fast enough you can probably get it by people la Jacon, la jacon and then you have put a little nasal sound in it too you, you kind of listen to the sound that French people speak and then you know that it's... Oh, oh, la, jacune, la la jacune, la jacune. So, you fake it a little bit. La Jacon. He, he lets me by. So, uh, n- under normal... other Well, I shouldn't say normal. In, under other circumstances, I might be a little nervous to engage with the CEO of a company. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because deep down, I'm pretty chicken. <laughs> now, I'm 6'5", but, you know, people look at me, and oh, shit, that guy's tall, man. He's, he's not chicken. He's... People just think, like, if you're tall, that, like, you're just, like, super confident or something. It's not true. So I get kind of ticked. Some guy told me, he's like, oh, I don't like tall people. I don't like tall people. I was like, well, what are you talking about? We're just people. Anyways, that's a little bit of a diversion. So I feel a little bit more confident because the French guy's with me. And he's probably bored with us American guys. And he's probably like, hey, this Michael guy, this big, tall dude, he's he's pretty funny. What the hell? I'll put up with this bullshit for a while. <laughs> and the CEO announced that he was retiring like a week before or so. And it's kind of cool. So they go, hey, Mr. CEO, we're just standing around a table outside Tempe, Arizona, on a nice evening. And we say, hey, do you know La Jacon? <laughs> and he didn't know. He's like confused, like what? what? And uh, the, Christian, or the uh, French guy says, oh, you know the uh, Louvre? Louvre? You know the Louvre? Louvre? <laughs> you remember? You remember Louvre? Louvre. <laughs> and it goes on and on. He's we, we let him sit on it and think about it. He's a smart he's, dude. He's a smart guy. man. But he doesn't know La Jacon. He doesn't know La Jacon. And that's okay. Because we're pranking. We're just out there pranking people. So, that was it. No one knows La Jacon. And we get to uh, a couple other people. The other fun one was... Uh, a super smart guy. This guy is so smart. And he's from California, and, and I've been in Arizona for um, pretty much 30 years now. I think he's probably only lived in Arizona for a year, maybe, from California. And we're, uh, he's given a presentation to a potential customer. and he's, He ends up, after about three hours of discussion, we're kind of wrapping things up. waiting we're waiting for someone to join us and he starts telling a story about pumpkinville pumpkinville and i'm like what what's he talking about and he looks out the window and he says this used to be called pumpkinville and i'm like what 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 are you talking about this is phoenix and he goes and tells a, a story about pumpkinville and in my younger self, I would be saying, oh, that's bullshit. This, this, this is Phoenix. This has never been Pumpkinville. What are, you, what are you talking about? But I let it go. I'm learning. Just let it go. Let it go. And uh, he's a smart guy. So 99% of the time, I, whatever he says is more than likely going to be true. So I just, I'm learning. Just let it go, man. So later that night. I go on Google, and you can Google this one if you want, but Pumpkinville. But don't Google La Jaconia. So Pumpkinville, there is a story about Pumpkinville. Pumpkinville, Phoenix was probably called Pumpkinville for about a year or two until some smarter people came along and said, Hey, dude, if we call this place Pumpkinville... <laughs> <laughs> not many people will be interested in joining us. So there's a brand, right? Would this city, does this city want to be branded Pumpkinville? Are you kidding me? Pumpkinville? But not, nah, it's, it's branded Phoenix. It's branded Phoenix. So he was right. So when we go up to him with the question, do you know La Jacon? This is a a Navy veteran, super smart guy, super smart. And he, he tells a great story about Pumpkinville. So I'm betting on him. I'm betting on him to know La Jacon. And he's up against an English guy, a man who lives in London, who just came back from a week of skiing in Laupdues. duez Isn't that beautiful? Dang, I'm jealous of this English guy one they get five weeks vacation by law so we hire him the dude has to get five weeks vacation <laughs> which is a whole nother which is a whole nother podcast on vacation policy and uh he's in alpe d'huez which is the famous bike riding it's a mountain but it's, now it's winter so it's skiing time let's go ski ski Alpe d'huez so the english guy the Frenchman's betting on the English guy, and I'm betting on the super smart Pumpkinville guy who's, who's not one-dimensional. He's obviously not one-dimensional. He's, like, super smart on the technology we do. He's a super great person. He can communicate technical things in an amazing way. And uh, yeah, he's an outlier for sure. So the, the question goes out, okay guys, which one of you two is gonna get, get this question? I'm betting on the American, super smart, multi-dimensional guy, and the French guy shrugs his shoulders and says, I gotta go with the English guy. I gotta go with the English guy. So the question goes out, who is Or, more appropriately, do you know? Do you know La Jaconne? Do you know La Jaconne? And we let it sit there with them, and they think. They give it about five seconds of thought, maybe 10. And then we give them the hint. You know, the Louvre, Louvre, Paris, in Paris, Louvre, La Jaconne. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> La Jacon and uh, and then they go, nope, neither one neither one No, La Jacon so boy, I, there's a plane above me and that plane's going to fly at least another 10 minutes could be fly another hour before it lands, but I'm like five minutes from landing the plane myself of this podcast, so. La Jacon, I hope I have you in suspense. I hope you didn't cheat, because I'm about to reveal La Jacon. But I have to work in one other funny tidbit about La Jacon, because the answer once we told everybody, they go, oh, oh, that's la Jacon. So the Frenchman tells me what most of the world outside of France thinks of la Jacon. If the Frenchman asks, he said, he said to me, if I ask ten Frenchmen, do you know the answer? Do you know what I'm about to reveal is the answer? They would say, I have no idea. I have no idea who that is. (laughs) And to me, that cracks me up. That just cracks me up. So, you do know La Joconde. Because La Joconde is in the Louvre. It's on the wall. And it's a painting from nearly 500 years ago by Da Vinci. Da Vinci? Do you know Da Vinci? That's Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci. And the answer is The Mona Lisa. What is the Mona Lisa? That's the final jeopardy question. So the Frenchman just told me, if he asked 10 French people, do you know Mona Lisa? He said, no Frenchman, no French woman would recognize Mona Lisa, but it's the same. (laughs) as as one guy I listen to it's been you've known it the whole time as he likes to say he's got such a great delivery it's been that way the whole time for 500 years so we all know Mona Lisa and now you know La Jacon and So that was the plane landing. We've landed the plane and I'm still walking bud. So I'm opening the gate, here we go. Now we're taxing to the gate. So I'm adapting the, is it a metaphor or analogy? It doesn't, it's probably one of those two. And I don't care that I'm not smart enough to know the difference between analogy and metaphor because it just doesn't matter. I want you to be laughing. I want you to be cracking up i want to I want you to think I just listened to forty minutes or whatever what are we up to i 'll take a look. We are um, Where are we, Bud we 're at forty seven minutes. You have just listened to forty five minutes of La Jacon. And I could have told you the story in like three minutes, right? But I didn't. (laughs) I stretched it out the whole time. So in a way, I did plan this out. I did plan this talk out. So we're taxiing down the runway. Keep your seat belts fastened, people. Do not loosen your seatbelt yet. And we're heading to the gate. It's not quite time to get off the plane. Um, just be careful with the overhead lag and the baggage because it might've moved during the flight, the 45 minute flight you're on. And you'll uh, be deplaning shortly. And we thank you for walking the bud with me today at uh buddy's schnoodle walks we appreciate your business (laughs) (laughs) and uh the podcast full of cynicism and sarcasm and possibly snark i guess they call it snark right so that's it we're taxing bud's had a good walk and he's uh and he'll probably go to sleep a little bit. He'll probably go lay down and lay on the couch. And uh he's satisfied that he had his walk. And maybe a coyote will walk by and he'll get up and bark this afternoon. It's it's a bud's life, a dog's life. What a, what a dog. And uh yeah. So Now it's off to get cleaned up, maybe have a little breakfast, go to my church gathering, probably be disappointed. (laughs) I'll probably be disappointed in whatever um, message is delivered. Um, Just because I'm a snarky, critical guy. And today could be a a uh, momentous day in our church because we have a family gathering this afternoon. And we have them about every two or three months. And it's only an hour. So I have to make efficient use of my time. And... Uh, I have something to say and it's not so much something to say I have something to ask I have something to ask and I I have to preface it with I kind of have the answer of what I want the answer to be but it's not up to me so I'm gonna back off I just want the question raised I want it to be thought about for more than 30 seconds I want people to think about it for a month. Maybe put a group of people that also are interested in it, and let them uh, discuss it. So I have to be very careful to bring up this controversy, but I'm going to do it. I feel I feel called to do it, and I'm practicing. I'm thinking about it, I'm rehearsing in my mind how to deliver it, and I think it's gonna have to be simply in the form of a question. And not to try to debate it in public, but simply we've got to ask the question, we've got to get the information, then we can make a decision. But we don't know enough to make a good decision. So that's this afternoon. And uh, it's in my heart, it's in my head, it's in my um, thoughts to do this. And I'm just gonna do it. I'm not gonna ask permission to do it. I'm just gonna look for when is the right moment. Because part of the 60-minute agenda is to discuss the future direction. And that is something we don't take enough time to think about. And that will be a possible um, discussion for a future podcast. But I hope you are blessed in this uh, La Jacon. Silliness. And it's 53 minutes. And as one of my guys I listen to says, grace and peace be with you. Let's throw in some mercy too, right? That won't hurt anybody. Mercy and love. How's that? Okay. Y'all have a great moment. Laugh enjoy. Have a great day.